Today I'm gonna be here in this. I'm gonna uh, begin my my homily with a with a joke. Okay, I'll try it. About two o'clock on a cold, windy morning, the rectory telephone rang. I think Grandpa is dying. An excited voice declared. As it was just two blocks away, Father Tom decided to walk uh, to annoy the dying man. As he passed an alley, a thief stepped out and demanded, give me your money. The priest told the thief, my wallet is in the pocket of my coat. As the priest opened his coat, the thief noticed his Roman collar. He said, I'm sorry, I didn't know that you were a priest. I beg your pardon, Father, keep your money. In grateful relief, Father Tom offered him a cigar. But the bad guy said, no, Father, thank you very much, but I don't smoke during Lent. In today's gospel, Jesus called such blind observance of rules and tradition hypocrisy, right? But today, beautiful readings, first reading, second reading, and the gospel as well. Today's readings explain what truly religion is. What truly religion is. is not simply external observance of rules, laws, traditions, and rituals. No, it's not about that. It is a loving, obedient relationship with God expressed in obeying His commandments, worshiping Him, recognizing His presence in other human beings, and rendering them loving and humble service. So, prayers, Rituals, sacraments, and religious practices only help us practice this true religion in our daily lives. In the gospel, Jesus comes into conflict with the religious leaders of the time who ask Jesus, why do your disciples not follow the tradition of the elders, but instead eat a meal with unclean hands? In response, Jesus accuses the Pharisees of attaching, attaching more importance to human traditions like this than to the commandments of God. The Pharisees were neglecting what was necessary. Jesus accepted his Jewish tradition, but he was much more concerned about how people were relating to each other than about food regulations. His concern was to get to the essence of his religious tradition. The prophets were an essential part of the Jewish tradition, and Jesus goes back to one of the prophets, Isaiah, to uncover the essence of the Jewish religious tradition. This people honors me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching as doctrines human precepts. You disregard God's commandment, but cling to human tradition. 
brothers and sisters, when we go back to the source, in that way we discover a strong emphasis on the importance of the heart, the person's inner core. I would like to ask this question to all of you. How is your heart today? How is my heart today? I don't know if this is right to say in English, but what I want to say is, I care. Uh, what you have in your heart, desires. If you are worried, if you are concerned today. So God looks for human hearts that are open to being transformed by his love. Human hearts from which flows a love that reflects God's changeless love. A love that in the words of today's second reading comes to the help of orphans and widows, those who are most vulnerable among us. It is above all, it is above all the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of the risen Lord, who can create such a, such a heart with us. The heart is at the person's core, where intellect, will, temperament, and emotions converge. It is in the heart where we make moral decisions and decide to love or to hate. Morality is essential because our actions do not simply come from the heart, but also transform the core. Every effort opens the heart to God and neighbor. Our Lord wants his followers to grasp this essential truth. From the heart comes generosity, self-sacrifice, empathy, and mercy. Good things. A man could not be holy on his own. God had to change his heart. I will give you a new heart and a new spirit I will put within you. I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. As Ezekiel. This is about Ezekiel. This gift is given to us through baptism. We have a new spirit and a new heart. Our whole being is renewed by the reception of the Holy Spirit and in our configuration to Christ. So we must collaborate with this gift. We must seek to grow in virtue by repeated good actions, sustained by grace. Our efforts will make our hearts gradually more like Christ. At the end of the gospel, Jesus lists attitudes of the heart that were destructive of human relationships. From their hearts come evil thoughts, unchastity, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, lasciousness, envy, blasphemy, arrogance, folly. All these evils come from within and they defile. For from the fullness of the heart, the mouth speaks. When I was writing my homily, I wanted to see every definition of this uh, 
words and I decided just find one envy mm. Aristotle a great philosopher says that envy is a pain at the side of another's good fortune a feeling of unhappiness over another's good fortune together with a desire to have the same good fortune more money talent strength beauty friends and so on at that moment when i was writing the homily i said envy is not essential in my life why i say this because when i was 14 years old i wanted to be tall like this right i didn't accept that I'm short, and I wanted to have money as well. But here in this beautiful country, if we, if we work hard, we can get material things. I remember that when I was 35, now I'm 42, in Mexico, I had just one pair of shoes, just one. Now, don't ask me how many I have, like uh, three, four, or five, or six. Wow. But I realized that, it, that this is not enough for my spiritual life. And that's why I say, okay, envy is not essential in my life. And the other things that Jesus says to us is it's not good for my heart. So let us ask ourselves how the Sunday or daily readings are affecting or changing our lives. Because we are talking about the word of God. The Lord continues to speak to us through his word, reminding us of what is essential to God and what should be necessary to us. The word of God can shape our hearts. That will show us whether we are attentive listeners to and doers of God's word. We become more fully Jesus' family members only when we when we hear the word of God and do it, when we receive Jesus in Holy Communion today, let us ask for the grace to become the doers of his word as Jesus was the doer of his Father's will. Merciful Father, you have given the church the Holy Bible. As we receive it, hear it, read it, and learn to live by it, may we discover the fountain of life in your word. Jesus, I trust in you.